Hey guys, what's up? It's Brittany and I'm here with Rowena for this week's Coffee with MP. We're going to talk today with Rowena about how she went from a gym nobody to a gym somebody. We're Midwest Performance. We're on a mission to empower women around the world to take action and work hard to make a physical impact in their lives. In this very saturated fitness industry, there's tons of competition, but the opportunities are incredible. We'll cover the most common challenges in the fitness world and invite guests to the show that have learned to overcome them and share their strategies with you. This is the Coffee with MP Show. All right, guys, what's up? It's Brittany here, and I am here today with Rowena. Rowena has been a member at MP for over, is it over a year now? Over a year year now, which is crazy. I remember like it was yesterday, the day that she came to meet with me for the six-week challenge. We were actually in our old studio, and I had moved chairs from the front to the back. I'm pretty sure we were on like the green floor back there. And uh, she came in her scrubs, so I knew she was a nurse. And I was like, super excited to talk to her because she didn't really come to me looking super out of shape. Like she was pretty tiny when she came to me, but um, I remember having the conversation about where you were and everything like that. So before we get into that, Rowena, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, what you do for work, um, and we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Rowena Row. Mm-hmm. Rowena calls me Row here, mm-hmm. um, and I'm 36. Um, I am married. I have two little kids. They're adorable, and, by the way. And mm-hmm. I work as a nurse practitioner um, over at one of the local hospitals. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Busy schedule, busy mom, yeah. busy wife, yeah. um, but still finds time to come to the gym. So let's talk a little bit about how you found MP, mm-hmm. why you clicked on the six-week challenge ad, why it was something that you wanted to do. Share your story and kind of your beginning with us. Sure. Um, I, you know, I, I remember it pretty mm-hmm. freshly, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, I scroll on Facebook all the time mm-hmm. and that's how I found the ad for it. And I thought, you know, I was going through a lot of changes at that time with mm-hmm. my job and I was just kind of getting sick of the way that I was physically. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was looking for something new mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to get fit, get mm-hmm. in shape. And I had never done that before. And so mm-hmm. it was really appealing to see, you know, a women's gym mm-hmm. and um, to see something that had like an objective goal, like, right. you know, you've got six weeks, mm-hmm. this is how we're going to get you there. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I clicked on it because I was just sick of complaining that I mm-hmm. was unhealthy and I wanted to do something about mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Okay. I remember the conversation very, very um, vividly because you were like, you know, I always tell my patients to do things and to be healthy and to exercise and then I don't even do it myself and I'm sick of being a hypocrite, like I really want to practice what I preach and things like that. So talk to me a little bit about that feeling and like why that was like, man, I got to stop doing this because it happens a lot. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think, you know, even working as a nurse, you know, I would educate, I took care of cardiac patients. And so Mm -hmm. these were people coming out of like heart attacks, heart failure and um, I, I pride myself in being a good nurse, and mm-hmm. we, we really focus on education and preventative care. Mm-hmm. And then I started working as a nurse practitioner where I'm really digging in deep, like literally diagnosing people with hypertension, diabetes, mm-hmm. trying to manage that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was such a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would go from you know my clinic all day teaching people how, <laughs> how to manage their mm-hmm. chronic conditions, and then go to the drive-thru like mm-hmm. at White Castle or Taco Bell or whatever mm-hmm. and it was it was a bad feeling yeah. you know and um, I wanted to be better I just mm-hmm. didn't know how to get there so I yeah. felt really lost mm-hmm. in that um, mm-hmm. and then just like personally mm-hmm. as a mom and I, I, I felt like I was sort of losing myself and mm-hmm. it, you know it, it came at a good time 
Yeah. And I think that that happens a lot when, you know, especially people who are in the health and fitness field or in the health field in general, um, there are a lot of people that, you know, say one thing and do another behind closed doors. And it's like, you can't really expect the people that you're trying to help every single day to do what, what you're telling them to do if you're not willing to do the same thing yourself. So I think it's, it's important that you recognize that. I commend you for recognizing that because there's a lot of people who don't recognize that and who continue to do that and then continue to kind of live that hypocritical life. So now let's kind of transition into your experience with the six week challenge, things that you learned about yourself, um, and kind of how you really became a somebody in the gym. Like you are here five, sometimes six days a week and you work your tail off when you're here. So let's talk a little bit about the challenge and how that kind of grew you as somebody in the gym. Um, I think the challenge was it was really good because you know we had to be here at least three times a week, mm-hmm. so that was the expectation, and I you know um, that was totally different, totally new to me. Mm-hmm. Where I before I had never had anything consistent. Mm-hmm. I would you know we were at a different gym where I would try workouts at home, and it's like I would break one one leg, drop a sweat, <laughs> and be like I am done. You're done. Yep. But here it was that's the expectation, and it. You know, you, Marcia, and all the coaches, they make it so fun. Mm-hmm. And, it, and so you want it to come back. Mm-hmm. And then with the diet, it was just kind of like, I, I needed, I know what to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I needed something written, like something that was really tangible. Like I was holding that. Mm-hmm. I like made copies of it. It mm-hmm. was on my fridge. It was like in my purse. So that's awesome. Um, you know, that I could make better choices. Mm-hmm. I wasn't perfect, but, you know, at least. You know, I tried to set myself up. Right. So talk to, talk to me a little bit about those habits that you really created during that time yeah. of, of the challenge. Because people are always like, well, I just don't know where to start or how to do it or anything like that. And you literally came from, like, nothing. Not really. You know, I mean, you have the education as a nurse, mm-hmm. but there's no education on, like, exercise and diet. So how did you totally. make that a habit? What, yeah. what tools did you use to really create that lifestyle right. habit you have? Um, yeah, totally. I came from, like... Nothing. Even as a child, I was not athletic, so mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but I woke up early every day, so I, I would attend the early classes. So mm-hmm. I, I had to. It was just because I had to work at you know 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting up early, preparing everything beforehand, like mm-hmm. setting out my clothes and my bag the night before, mm-hmm. um, like making sure that I have like you know my water bottle. Everything was like all set mm-hmm. up so that I didn't have an excuse like. Oh, I do run late, mm-hmm. <laughs> chronically late, but um, yeah, that and just trying to um, have things already made, like food, mm-hmm. and um, trying to incorporate things at home when I wasn't here. Yep. Um, and you know, I since family is such a big part of my life, mm-hmm. you know, my kids, I try to get them involved, mm-hmm. and you know, if I'm trying to do something at home or yeah. reinforce what, yep. what you guys teach, mm-hmm. then they're, they're in it too. They're watching me. And right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's great is that I, and I hear that a lot. And a lot of the moms that we talk to is that it kind of becomes a family affair. Like it's something that your kids start to see that you're doing and they want to get involved with it. And to back up, you just really talked a lot about planning, like planning ahead getting things ready, not allowing yourself to have any excuses, laying your clothes out. I've heard some people sleep in their workout clothes to get up in the morning just because they know like that's an excuse. It's just kind of one of those things. Oh, I don't want to get up and get dressed. Well, you're already dressed. So it's like you almost have to trick yourself Mm -hmm. 
into creating these habits, especially if you're not used to that. You really have to get creative on how you get yourself up and get moving. Um, now let's transition into your habits now, your lifestyle now. How is it that you literally went from like nothing to now being somebody who is a staple in the gym? Um, oh, thanks. Uh, I, you know, now I, I make it a point. I make time for mm-hmm. it. Um, and I, I do try to, you know, shout out the breakfast club, Yay. but I try to make the 5 a.m.s. If mm-hmm. not, then I'm in the afternoons right after work. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, f- I don't feel right if I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Like, if a day goes by that I'm not here, I feel, you know, I'm not as energized. I'm not as sharp. Mm-hmm. I'm not as focused. And mm-hmm. all those things help me to, you know, with the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and how I work and how I, you know, it just has made me such, such a better, like, partner, you know, wife, mom, mm-hmm. all that. So, yeah. um, I... You know the, the habits are like they're they're just me now, mm-hmm. and um, I don't dread the five a.m.s anymore. That's awesome. Whereas before it was really pretty dreadful, mm-hmm. but now yeah. it's so natural and it feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels, you know. Um, yeah. Let's talk about how important it is to create a life and an identity around your health and wellness because you've really done that. You've really created this person around being healthy and and making that a part of your life like there doesn't a day goes by where you're like my routine is go to the gym like do all these things plan all these things and everything like that so it's like talk to me a little bit about how it's kind of changed how how making that part of identity has changed Rowena Mm -hmm. um well I mean the habits for one Mm -hmm. and like I, I can make better choices when I'm even out of you know if I have used to be that I didn't have control like mm-hmm. we went out to eat or we're out at like social events mm-hmm. and I would just be like all out crazy I would eat anything mm-hmm. now I am I try mm-hmm. my best right yeah um, and at work you know it, it's made me a better clinician mm-hmm. because I I'm on that path too you know and I, I see people kind of struggling with being overweight or mm-hmm. managing their diseases and like I um, I feel for them. I'm, yep. like, I'm, with, I'm with you. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. not just someone that's preaching to you. Like, right. you should be doing this, this, this. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm more understanding about when they don't meet those, yeah. you know, like, you know, your diabetes is a little out of control mm-hmm. and we kind of break down, what are you eating? What are you, how can yeah. we make this better? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's maybe definitely more compassionate and understanding mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. I think that that's great because at the end of the day, when you can kind of have that empathy or that compassion for people who are going through things because you're going through it too, and it might not be in the same way, but you are, you know, you you came from a place where it was hard for you to get to the gym and it was hard for you to like make conscious decisions, eating out and things like that. Now you see people who are struggling to like maybe get a walk in or make better decisions when it comes to their food. And you're like, man, I know how you feel, but like we can do this together. And you can really have that more of that empathy and that compassion for people like that. And I think that that's great. The other cool thing that you mentioned is it makes you a better employee almost like you're just a better person when you're at work. And I think that that's something that, um, I feel very strongly about corporate wellness. I think that more corporations and more businesses need to be more conscious of their employees and their health. I think that there needs to be more incentives for um, employees who who do work out and who do focus on their health and wellness. Because at the end of the day, it's less sick leave, it's less insurance, you know, costs for your employers, things like that. And I think that 
you saying that just speaks to that truth. It speaks to that. Like you are a better employee because you work out, because you focus on your health. You take better care of your patients because of all of these things too. And I think that more employers should applaud their employees for things like that. Um, I hope that there's, I hope your employer is listening. Um, so now let's talk about your journey moving forward. Where do you, like, what kind of goals do you have set for yourself now when it comes to being in the gym and, and, and your health and your wellness in general? Um, well, I mean, it's a, it's like work in progress constantly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like, you know, physically I'm, I'm still, it's still a struggle every mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I still want to like, I think fit ranks is a great thing. Yep. Um, I, I can't always make it, mm-hmm. but, um, I think if, if my energy and my stamina are, they continue to mm-hmm. improve that, that I feel it more than I see, um, like drastic physical changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what goals I have. I mean, I think that, well, and that's okay because at the end of the day, you've made this a part of your life. And so I think that that's a goal in itself. It's just like, just to continue to make health and wellness a huge part of my life and a part of my family. I guess not to stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep the momentum going, Mm -hmm. to keep moving forward, to keep being healthy. I think that that's amazing. So, um, with that being said, I want to give, this is the last thing that we always do, and it's um, it's the most important thing, I think. I want you to look at the camera, and I want you to talk to all the pre-MP Rowanas out there, the people who were where you were um, over a year ago. What advice would you give them to just get started? Um, you know, I think that we can be in our heads a lot, mm-hmm. um, and we can put up this wall of all, all these things that we tell ourselves. Yeah. You know, I... Like for me, it was I have these two little kids, and you know I, I'm not getting enough sleep. I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough time to do this. But mm-hmm. um, just knowing that you you are deserving and you're worthy of um, time time for yourself and doing something for yourself. I mm-hmm. mean, you you can give and give and give to other people, and that really without replenishing that, mm-hmm. you you me you can waste away. And mm-hmm. so. Oh my gosh, I'm like <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's amazing. Um and you know, so like give back to yourself and I feel like it you pay it forward eventually because mm-hmm. it, it it's just the energy here is really contagious. So mm-hmm. um I feel like everything that I've gained, I'm hopefully like spreading that to other people that I love and people mm-hmm. that I meet and that's amazing. I love so that. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I think the other, to just touch on a little bit before we end the interview here, you've met some of your best friends here. Like you yeah. have met some of the most I amazing. And I, and I think that that's crazy too, is like you yeah. never think that you're going to come to the gym and meet your best friends, right. but like you I literally know. have met some of your best friends here, which yes. is crazy. Yep. Did and you ever think that was going to happen? No. And we're all from different, you know, we have different backgrounds and but we share this connection mm-hmm. of, you know, we We've wanted to make a change and like like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much has that helped you in your journey? Oh, so much, so much. You feel you know connections with people that y- you wouldn't have thought were possible before, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's it it's great to come to a place where you feel like you one belong that you you know, you feel like you're home kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So do you think that that has helped you become somebody in the gym, going from, like, a nobody to a somebody? Do you think that has helped you along your journey? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think, you know, when people are expecting you mm-hmm. <laughs> to come to class yep. or that you work better with certain people, mm-hmm. um, then it, it makes it even more, you know, 
joyful to come mm-hmm. and, and easier. I mean, we work really hard. Mm-hmm. As yeah. you can see, like yep. all this She's sweat all right here. Yep. <laughs> but it, you know, it's it's such a um, such a great feeling, mm-hmm. you know. And that was what, that's one of the worst feelings when you walk into a gym. That's part of the reason why. I, yep. I, go anywhere else because mm-hmm. you walk in and you're like I don't know anyone I don't know anything I'm mm-hmm. just gonna stand here and do right yeah. yep and I think that 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 there's a lot of people who get stuck in that who get mm-hmm. stuck in that um not finding a place that they can call home and I think that to end this I really want to say to the to the ladies out there if you're watching this it is so important to find a place that fits you it's like a shoe the shoe has to fit and if it doesn't fit and it's uncomfortable and it gives you blisters you're not going to wear the shoe and it's like if if the gym that you're going to gives you blisters and it makes you uncomfortable you're never going to go so find off that shoe right find a different shoe find the shoe that fits no matter where it is whether it's here or it's somebody somewhere else it does not matter to us where you go but you've got to find the shoe that fits find the people who really care about you find the people who want to genuinely invest in you and i think that that's something that marcy and i've really tried to do here is genuinely invest in the people that come into this gym and make sure that they know that we care. And I think when you find that, it, it totally changes the game for you, especially yeah. when you're just kind of getting into things. So I think being open to that, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have seen some new people that are kind of closed off, and it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. But if you're, you know, if you know you're ready to make a change and you're open to anything and, and everything that, you know, the gym and the people here offer, then mm-hmm. it's, it's even more, you know, beneficial for you. And it just makes yeah. for an easier transition. And it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like... It's much more right. Yep, and it, and it does get hard, especially if you are a little bit kind of introverted. Mm-hmm. But I think it also helps that the the women here are so extroverted mm-hmm. that even though they're introverted, they're extroverted when they're here, yeah. and it just kind of really opens up the 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 lane for other people to come in and, and be open to. So, mm-hmm. um, with that being said, Rowena, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know that um, you're going to do amazing things. I've seen you grow literally from the time that I met you over a year ago, sitting in our old studio till now. And you're a completely different person. You're still the same Rowena, but you're a totally different, totally different human. You're a beast in the studio. It's such a pleasure to see you here. Um, we love you so much. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts might be. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.